Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. 2 Chronicles chapter 31. When all this was completed, all Israel who had attended went out to the cities of Judah and broke up the sacred pillars, chopped down the Asherah poles, and tore down the high places and altars throughout Judah and Benjamin, as well as in Ephraim and Manasseh to the last one. Then all the Israelites returned to their cities, each to his own possession. Hezekiah reestablished the divisions of the priests and Levites for the burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, for ministry, for giving thanks, and for praise in the gates of the camp of the Lord, each division corresponding to his service among the priests and Levites. The king contributed from his own possessions for the regular morning and evening burnt offerings, the burnt offerings of the Sabbaths, of the new moons, and of the appointed feasts as written in the law of the Lord. He told the people who lived in Jerusalem to give a contribution for the priests and Levites so that they could devote their energy to the law of the Lord. When the word spread, the Israelites gave liberally of the best of the grain, new wine, fresh oil, honey, and of all the produce of the field, and they brought in an abundance a tenth of everything. As for the Israelites and the Judahites who lived in the cities of Judah, they also brought a tenth of the herds and flocks and a tenth of the dedicated things that were consecrated to the Lord their God. They gathered them into large piles. In the third month, they began building up the piles, and they finished in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and his officials came and viewed the piles, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. Hezekiah asked the priests and the Levites about the piles. The chief priest Azariah of the household of Zadok answered him, Since they began bringing the offering to the Lord's temple, we have been eating and are satisfied, but there is plenty left over, because the Lord has blessed his people. This abundance is what is left over. Hezekiah told them to prepare chambers in the Lord's temple, and they prepared them. The offering, the tenth, and the dedicated things were brought faithfully. Conaniah the Levite was the officer in charge of them, and his brother Shimei was second. Jeliel, Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah were deputies under the authority of Conaniah and his brother Shimei by appointment of King Hezekiah and of Azariah, the chief official of God's temple. Koreh, son of Imna the Levite, the keeper of the east gate, was over the free will offerings to God to distribute the contribution to the Lord and the consecrated things. Eden, Miniamin, Yeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shekaniah in the cities of the priests were to distribute it faithfully under his authority to their brothers by divisions, whether large or small. In addition, they distributed it to males registered by genealogy three years old and above, to all who would enter the Lord's temple for their daily duty, for their service and their responsibilities according to their divisions. They distributed also to those recorded by genealogy of the priests by their ancestral families and the Levites 20 years old and above by their responsibilities and their divisions, to those registered by genealogy with all their dependents, wives, sons, and daughters of the whole assembly, for they had faithfully consecrated themselves as holy, and to the descendants of Aaron, the priest, 
in the common fields of their cities, and in each and every city. There were men who were registered by name to distribute a portion to each and every there were men who were registered by name to distribute a portion to every male among the priests and to every Levite recorded by genealogy. Hezekiah did this throughout all Judah. He did what was good and upright and true before the Lord his God. He was diligent in every deed that he began in the service of God's temple, in the instruction and the commands in order to seek his God, and he prospered. Second Chronicles chapter 32. After Hezekiah's faithful deeds, King Sennacherib of Assyria came and entered Judah. He laid siege to the fortified cities and intended to break into them. Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and that he planned war on Jerusalem, so he consulted with his officials and his warriors about stopping up the water of the springs that were outside the city, and they helped him. Many people gathered and stopped up all the springs and the stream that flowed through the land They said, Why should the kings of Assyria come and find abundant water? Then Hezekiah strengthened his position by rebuilding the entire broken-down wall and heightening the towers and the other outside wall. He repaired the supporting terraces of the city of David and made an abundance of weapons and shields. He set military commanders over the people and gathered the people in the square of the city gate. Then he encouraged them, saying, Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged before the king of Assyria or before the large army that is with him, for there are more with us than with him. He only has human strength, but we have the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. So the people relied on the words of King Hezekiah of Judah. After this, while King Sennacherib of Assyria with all his armed forces besieged Lachish, He sent his servants to Jerusalem against King Hezekiah of Judah and against all of those of Judah who were staying in Jerusalem, saying, This is what King Sennacherib of Assyria says. Why are you relying on that you remain in Jerusalem under siege? Isn't Hezekiah misleading you to give you over to death by famine and thirst when he says, The Lord our God will keep us from the grasp of the king of Assyria? Didn't Hezekiah himself remove his high places and his altars? And say to Judah and Jerusalem, you must worship before one altar and you must burn incense on it. Don't you know what I and my predecessors have done to all the peoples of the lands? Have any of the national gods of the lands been able to rescue their land from my power? Who among all the gods of these nations that my predecessors completely destroyed was able to rescue his people from my power? That your God should be able to deliver you from my power. So now, don't let Hezekiah deceive you, and don't let him mislead you like this. Don't believe him, for no god of any nation or kingdom has been able to rescue his people from my power or the power of my predecessors. How much less will your god rescue you from my power? His servant said more against the Lord God and against his servant Hezekiah. He also wrote letters to mock the Lord, the God of Israel, saying against him, Just like the national gods of the other lands that did not rescue their people from my power, so Hezekiah's God will not rescue his people from my power. Then they called out loudly in Hebrew to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to frighten and discourage them in order that he might capture the city. They spoke against the God of Jerusalem like they had spoken against the gods of the peoples of the earth, which were made by human hands. King Hezekiah 
And the prophet Isaiah, son of Amotz, prayed about this and cried out to heaven. And the Lord sent an angel who annihilated every valiant warrior, leader, and commander in the camp of the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria returned in disgrace to his land. He went to the temple of his God, and there some of his own children struck him down with the sword. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the power of King Sennacherib of Assyria and from the power of all others. He gave them rest on every side. Many were bringing an offering to the Lord of Jerusalem and valuable gifts to King Hezekiah of Judah, and he was exalted in the eyes of all the nations after that. In those days, Hezekiah became sick to the point of death, so he prayed to the Lord who spoke to him and gave him a miraculous sign. However, because his heart was proud, Hezekiah didn't respond according to the benefit that had come to him. So there was wrath on him, Judah, and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart, he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. So the Lord's wrath didn't come on them during Hezekiah's lifetime. Hezekiah had abundant riches and glory. And he made himself treasuries for silver, gold, precious stones, spices, shields, and every desirable item. He made warehouses for the harvest of grain, new wine, and fresh oil, and stalls for all kinds of cattle and pens for flocks. He made cities for himself, and he acquired vast numbers of flocks and herds, for God gave him abundant possessions. This same Hezekiah blocked the upper outlet of the water from the Gihon Spring and channeled it smoothly downward and westward toward the city of David. Hezekiah succeeded in everything he did. When the ambassadors of Babylon's rulers were sent to him to inquire about the miraculous sign that had happened in the land, God left him to test him and discover what was in his heart. As for the rest of the events of Hezekiah's reign and his deeds of faithful love, note that they are written in the visions of the prophet Isaiah son of Amotz, and in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Hezekiah rested with his ancestors and was buried on the ascent to the tombs of David's descendants. All Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem paid him honor at his death. His son Manasseh became king in his place. Colossians chapter 4 Masters, deal with your slaves justly and fairly, since you know that you too have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door to us for the word, to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains, so that I may make it known as I should. Act wisely toward outsiders, making the most of the time, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Tychicus, our dearly loved brother, faithful minister, and fellow servant in the Lord, will tell you all the news about me. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know how we are, and so that he may encourage your hearts. He is coming from Onesimus, a faithful and dearly loved brother, who is one of you. They will tell you about everything here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, sends you greetings, as does Mark, 
Barnabas' cousin, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And so does Jesus, who is called Justice. These alone, of the circumcised, are my co-workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, sends you greetings. He is always wrestling for you in his prayers, so that you can stand mature and fully assured in everything God wills. For I testify about him that he works hard for you, for those in Laodicea, and for those in Hierapolis. Luke, the dearly loved physician, and Demas send you greetings. Give my greetings to the brothers and sisters in Laodicea, and to Nympha and the church in her home. After this letter has been read at your gathering, have it read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and see that you also read the letter from Laodicea, and tell Archippus, pay attention to the ministry you have received in the Lord, so that you can accomplish it. I, Paul, am writing this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.